Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Contact Monica at MonicaMatthews.com or on Twitter at MonicaOnAirTalk. Life, love, and liberty. It's Monica Matthews. Welcome back. Happy Coronavirus Tuesday. Goodness gracious. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and do what? Be glad in it. Man, these are times that we've all, you know, paid an exorbitant amount of money for popcorn and soda and now alcohol to go sit, you know, uncomfortably next to someone in a movie theater and watch on a big screen. Right? Like this mess is the stuff movies are made of. You know, people, Dean Koontz wrote about it. How many years ago? Back in the 80s. Um, actually specified uh, a Wuhan laboratory <laughs> with coronavirus. So important to note, you know, so many um, untruths, BS, hysteria, all of that floating around along with the virus. Um, conspiracy theories. It's, you know, it, it very well could be, um, you know, a, a global movement. Can you imagine if all of this was to take out Donald Trump? And some of you believe that. I mean, it could be true. You know, the Chinese hmm, have kind of historically proven not to be the greatest allies of the U.S. Sorry, it's just true. Um, and that's not a racial statement. That That's not bigotry. That's not hate. Um, it is what it is. So in this day and age of PC everything, hopefully we can just look at something for what it is and call it exactly that, right? I think it's it's time for that. I'm seeing a lot of infighting online, and boy, I hope we can get ourselves together. Um, seeing a lot of just vitriol and bitterness and hateful just rhetoric online, and I mean, is that really who we are? I don't know. I mean, if you think it's going to get better before it gets worse, ask New Yorkers whose restaurants and bars, uh, gyms, other things were shut down last night at 8 p.m. We're talking Manhattan on complete shutdown in terms. I mean, can you I drove into work this morning. It's a ghost town on Peachtree Street, which is normally, you know, bumper to bumper on my way into my station here in Atlanta, Georgia. So it's not going to get better uh, before it gets worse. And I, I don't say that to inspire or incite fear or hysteria. I say that because, as you know, as a mother, um, that's how I raised my, my kid. I was just, I just put it out here. I just put it out there here. Of course, age appropriate. But no, this is, this is what's going on. And we're not going to be afraid, but this is what we're going to do. This is our plan of action. I had callers this weekend on my radio program here in Atlanta which airs every Sunday from noon to 2 p.m. on 95.5 FM WSB Radio and um, at AM 750. Um, and, you know, it may actually get to that. All of you ham radio people, 
we might actually need you before this is over. <laughs> I've got my own little, you know, my own little battery operated radio at home where I'm like, exactly. Crank that sucker up, buddy. Communication. How many of you know that in the military without communication, you're dead in the water? <laughs> you have to have communication. So I hope, you know, someone just asked on Facebook today, what do we do if social media goes down? Well, you better have a way to communicate. And, you, and I hope your first line of communication is on your knees. I want to read something to you that a friend of mine just texted me a few moments ago um, about, um, it's a praise report, actually. Uh, something that she just read. Uh, Greg Laurie of, of Harvest, Harvest Pasture or Pastor, uh, sent an email saying of Harvest Church, I believe, that they had over 231,000 devices join them online on Sunday. 231,000 people. If more than one person watched on the same device, that was a um, a 400% increase in their on-site and online for a normal week. And they had 1,438 people let them know that they had responded to his opportunity to put their faith in the Lord, God is moving in this time. Let's keep uh, praying and praising. You know, some people really are on their knees. Some people aren't as concerned about their stock portfolio as they are their soul portfolio. I dare say you could do both, but, you know, that would make me a, I don't know what, <laughs> to some people. That's okay. I've been called worse. So if you're in the state of Georgia... Uh, the governor of Georgia, Governor Brian Kemp, and state officials will give a WebEx media briefing regarding COVID-19. Um, he is not going to uh, be at the Capitol with a large group of people around him. It'll be today at 1 p.m. So there will be a briefing about that today. So stay tuned to WSB Radio. If you're in the metro Atlanta area, you can stay tuned to our updates on that. Um, they will be forthcoming. We have minute-to-minute -minute coverage on all of this. I know many of you are very tired of hearing about it. I'm going to encourage you to do what I've been saying, which is put boundaries around your time spent on media. I'm not living that. I'm just going to confess right up front. My eyeballs are glued to every news outlet because it's, it is changing rapidly. But yesterday, I started to catch myself getting agitated, um, you know, feeling a little worried about stuff. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> no longer living what I've been preaching. I got to step away from this, turn the television off, went out, took my dog for a walk, um, you know, get some fresh air, you know, inhale, exhale. The sun is not out here in Georgia or in Atlanta today. So that, too, can kind of get you a little, you know, down in the dumps. Some of you are crapping bricks because you are in the entertainment industry, in the service industry, and you have no idea how you're going to eat. I want to encourage you, if you have a job and you know people, and we all know people in the service industry, I want you to please commit to start reaching out to people. Compile a list of people in your life. Don't wait. Don't. Don't wait for the government to the government to jump in. Like this is our job. This is our role as Americans. This is what we do. We coalesce. We come together. So there's no excuse for someone around us in our circles, and they may not be your best friend. They may merely be an acquaintance. Maybe you remember that waitress or the bartender who always takes care of you whenever you go in. Find a way to reach out to that person. Coalesce. Make sure these people can still pay their bill. They can at least eat. And if nothing else, they know people give a damn. 
more than anything, in these times of isolation and this social distancing, um, where, you know, we can't go to bars, can't go to restaurants right here in Brookhaven, Georgia, done. Delivery drivers are about the only new faces you're going to see. Which, how interesting, I was like, hmm, maybe I should invest in, like, Uber Eats stock. <laughs> but I don't really care for Uber Eats. Uh, I like DoorDash because they're very professional. The drivers are amazing. They go above and beyond. And they are getting ready to IPO. So I was like, hmm. <laughs> so I've got my, and I, and I have no financial fortune teller, that's for sure. Uh, someone at my station I trust implicitly with that is Wes Moss of Money Matters. You can hear him every Sunday right here on my station, plugging, plugging, plugging him. I uh, love him. He is uh, fantastic. What is he on from 9 to 11? Right, Mr. P? Yep. Okay, every Sunday. So, and he's got, I mean, can you imagine people, all my friends in the financial industry are like, oh my God, uncertainty, uncertainty, uncertainty. We hate uncertainty, don't we? We hate it. We are creatures of habit. We do not like change. And especially when it comes to something that's invisible, you can't see, you don't know who's going to drop out next to you. Someone sent me a text this morning, six priests in the same Italian village dead, gone from coronavirus. So see, while we're over here, uh, you know, in our, in our, um, gosh, in our lofty American, you know, ideological mindsets of this is just hysteria and it's no worse than the flu. I'm like, okay, well, tell that to people around the world who have literally just watched people fall out. Tell that to the entertainment and the sports moguls who have self-mandated. When does that ever happen? This this isn't a federal mandate for them to stop all sporting events and and uh, and gatherings. Matter of fact, we have an update here in the city of Atlanta. Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms has updated her emergency declaration to mo- no more than 50 people gathering at a venue, including bars, restaurants, gyms and clubs or any public place in the city of Atlanta. President Trump announced yesterday uh, new, more restrictive guidelines uh, suggesting no crowds larger than 10. These are guidelines. This is not a mandate. Very important as well. I was listening to Governor uh, Cuomo on the way in, uh, New York governor, and and he said, I love this. I, I'm, not, I'm not a fan, I will tell you, in normal political situations. But he said, for those of you who are really upset with your mayors and, you know, and local government officials because you think they've shut everything down, wrong, it was me. If you're going to be upset with someone, be upset with me. It's not your school administrators making these decisions. It's me. I'm the governor and the buck stops with me. You got to respect that. Regardless of his policies and politics, I respect that. Someone who can take full responsibility for something that's going to cost his state, who knows, untold amounts of financial devastation over this. I mean, we can't even imagine, but compared to what? And he's been warning people, get ready because the wave is going to crash on the medical community. It just is. At some point when you've been, I love this, and it kind of made me chuckle because I'm Christian. And, you know, we got a bunch of prophets running around the country right now with, you know, well, the prophecy said. I always tell people, if you ever want to get out of jury duty, (laughs) just answer every question they ask you with, well, according to the prophecy. (laughs) And we got a lot of you right now who are just like hell bent on you've been called by the Lord to give everybody a prophetic word. Yeah, I don't know what kind of crystal balls you guys are looking in. Something that matches the Zodiac versus, you know, meets Jesus somewhere. I don't know. The Hocus Pocus crew. But he said, this is not a prophecy. This is not according to prophecies. This is not according to 
oobly goobly. This is we've been watching it from China for the past five months. So we've been watching the virus across the globe. Starting there. So we can look at things with factual data and numbers and forecast what we might be up against, even in light of, is this new? Oh, boy. Regal Cinemas are the first in the U.S. to shut down indefinitely, though other chains may follow suit. Bath & Body Works closes all of its stores in the U.S. and Canada, encouraging customers to order online. Oh, there you go. (laughs) I asked about this yesterday. What about the booby bars, right? Like, what's up with that? The shoe shows. Social distancing is difficult at strip clubs. Several well-known establishments in Metro Atlanta, including the Pink Pony, Magic City, and the Cheetah, temporarily, sorry, fellas and ladies, shut down. How about that? Uh, Because you might not be able to go to the gym, Planet Fitness is offering free at-home workouts through YouTube and Facebook. Classes not restricted to members. That's awesome. I was hoping someone would do that. I thought about doing that with my small group. Uh, I have a small group of women from my church. And I thought, hmm, who can I get together to, like, you know, everybody get on the phone at the same time and FaceTime and work out together? Um, what what was the new the new gym thing that um, the uh, panel what is it the, the yeah Peloton Peloton there you go <laughs> like panty liners Peloton I don't know the Peloton and women were all upset because their husbands are buying them you know this exercise equipment I'm like at least he's paying attention to you and not you know the 25 year old so if you need to lose a few pounds get over yourself just get on it and work it out but um but I thought I don't have one of those where everybody can connect right. But here's the thing. Again, will you please put a plan of action in place in case things do go down? I mean, you've got the National Institute of Health, who was a a hack attempt just the other day. Unsuccessful, thankfully. But you have no idea what people will be able to get into during this time. Right now, we're vulnerable. We are vulnerable as a nation. Uh, Our enemies are gloating over our economic devastation that is pending, that's happening. They're watching it roll out right now. But as a Christian, there's just that part of me, man, and my ass has been kicked so many times in my life, and I've stood back up from that dust bowl where people thought I was down for the count, and they thought I was I would never stand back up again. And if it's something I know about our nation, I believe this wholeheartedly. That when people say God is not an American God, I'm like, don't tell me he's not an American God. Because the concept of liberty did not begin in the heart and the mind of man. We're never interested in liberty in and of ourselves. That is a higher being concept. It is a higher being existence. It is a higher being mentality and heart and mind. And I have always stood by the fact that that is who we are as a nation. We were birthed in the heart and the mind and the spiritual loins of the author of liberty. So do I think that while we may be down now, my, my message to our enemies gloating, don't discount the God we serve. And albeit imperfectly, but at our core, that's who has us in the palm of his hands and our stock market, and our stock portfolios, and we do recover. That's what I speak over my country right now. We will recover. 
this sucks and it's painful and laugh if you want to, but this country will not remain on her face indefinitely. It won't happen because that's not who we are. So there's my rah-rah for the day about being an American citizen. Um, Governor Brian Kemp in Georgia has closed all schools until at least March 31st, beginning tomorrow. Parents, please put a plan of action in place. Get a schedule together. That's important. It will it will preserve your sanity. Something that I did uh, a while ago, I hired a woman to come in and organize. Ugh, she needed to organize my mind, but it, she started there. It, trust me, it was good because she put everything in zones. Everything from my home, you know, my this is my zone to watch television. This is my zone to cook. This is my zone to read. This is my zone to do business. This is my zone to sleep. Um, everything was divided in zones, then even down to my very desk, having zones for things in my desk. So this is where my my personal bills were, my finance, my business, my professional, my bit, my corporate bills were. This is, you know, everything was broken down into, OK, over here on this side of the desk, this is that zone. Then we took it even further to my days in different zones of my days. And so from 5 in the morning, whenever I like to get up really early, until 9 in the morning, that was my time. No phone calls, no emails, no nothing. Plus, I'm I'm an empty nester. Not really, because she's back, because they always come back. But that's good. So, But as an empty nester, it was like um, I still had people always begging for my time. And if you're not careful, they'll take it. Because you just give it, right? And you need to preserve your sanity and your energy right now if, in fact, you have been quarantined to your home because your businesses have said stay home and your children are home because of school. So really key words of wisdom here, zone out. <laughs> like you need to divide, you can divide your day up into zones. So from five in the morning until whatever, maybe you only have two hours in the morning that could be yours. Maybe you do need to get up before the chickens so that you can have your time to yourself. Before your kids, before your husband, before your wife, whatever, your parents might be living with you. Holy crap. I can't even imagine some of you who have like your parents in the house. Now your kids are in the house, your spouse is in their house, and, and who knows how long that could last. And I know you love your families, but come on. So there's only so much we can all take of each other in a 24-hour period. That's just the way it is. We're humans. So, and then maybe you have two hours where you sit down and teach your kids. This is a great time to teach them about taxation without representation. <laughs> I just saw that on my Facebook page this morning. I shared it. I loved it. Thank you, Denise Burns. That was amazing. That's great. It's like this giant, you know, erase board, dry erase board with like taxation without representation. This is like the perfect homeschool device, right? And plenty of schools have things up online. Check with your school districts. What are they affording you in the way of curriculum that you can continue on with? This is a great time to sit down and assess where some of the holes are in your child's learning and try to plug them yourself. Listen, I've said it for years. It is not the government's job to raise your kid. It's actually not the government's job to educate your kid. It's yours. They're going to have holes in their learning. So this is a great time for you to sit down and plug them. And 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 you know what it does? Golly, man, this is like the time when your kids can be like, cool, I didn't even know mom was smart. <laughs> I didn't even know dad understood those concepts. Like, awesome. And you're paying attention to me and it's during a scary time. That's what it says to them. 
that your eyes are on them. So devote some time to sit down with your kids, make sure they're reading, give them fun things to read, sit down, play some board games with them. And maybe you have two hours out of the day that you do that. Then maybe you take everyone takes an hour lunch break. Then maybe you take an hour to go outside in your own backyard or around the neighborhood, not on the playgrounds, and you walk with your kids. Take the dog for a walk. Do it as a family. You know, go out and dig in the dirt again around your lawn if you can do that. If you're stuck in an apartment or a condo, get creative. Get yourself some dirt in a box and create a little home garden. And let your kids watch that grow. It's springtime. There are a lot of things blooming, a lot of things growing. They love that type. They love that stuff. So just get creative. Get online. Google while it's up. Then have some alone time. Get quiet. You know, sort out at least an hour out of your day. Maybe maybe it's not an hour. Maybe for some of you it can only be 15 minutes. But that's your time. Maybe you do have to lock yourself into your closet. Maybe that's your prayer closet. Legit. Like I had the Holy of Holies. It was like my bedroom door, my bathroom door, and my closet door. <laughs> I got into the inner sanctum of my of my peace. And my daughter knew if the bedroom door was locked... She knew, don't bother me, because, or if she came into my room and the bathroom door was locked, she knew not to bother me because I was in my prayer time. So designate some time to take your worries and your fears, because we all have them, and lay them at the feet of the person who cares for you. Because none of this is like falling on deaf ears where God is concerned. So zone out in your life. Create different zones. And your kids, too. This is a great time to teach them about respecting other people's space. And in giving them, instructing them on their own little personal agency. It's a great time to do that. Please, please, please don't let them sit all day long with their faces shoved in their phones. Please don't do that. You're missing such a great opportunity. Or or movies, shoving them in front of a, you know, in front of the television. Coachella, for some of you who are like, ah, that sucks. It's postponed until the fall. Atlanta's $16 billion hospitality industry is taking a major hit, canceling the final four. Are you ready for this? Canceling the final four in Atlanta will cost the local economy $100 million. That's a lot of money. Speaking of lots of money, the president's heading to Congress to request $850 billion. Do we have sound on that? Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin is heading to Capitol Hill today to meet with lawmakers as the White House prepares to ask Congress for $850 billion, a third round of economic stimulus to lessen the impact of novel coronavirus. Officials say the administration is framing this as a tax proposal instead of a straight spending package. $500 billion would come from the president's proposal for a payroll tax cut. $50 billion would go to boost the airline industry and $250 billion would go for small business loans. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington. Uh, important to note that Governor Cuomo also said that fake news is saying that he is thinking of quarantining the entire city, like locking the city down. That is absolutely not true. Um, and I have not heard of a single major city. Um, matter of fact, he was talking about New Rochelle. That wasn't what they did at all. They didn't cordon anything off. They didn't, you know, they they simply made sure that the people who were sick stayed in their respective areas. So, and I would hope that you guys would want that. You know, not a, a lot of you are freaking out. You know, you're like stockpiling on your guns and your ammo and, you, you know, just in case the government decides because it is it's a scary prospect that someone has this much authority, right? But we gave it to them. In your state constitutions, we gave it to them. In the, in the U.S. Constitution, we gave the authority. So we knew there could come a day that this happened. I, and I hope people can see now why, you know, listen, 
I live in the city of Atlanta where there's just a shootout just this morning where I have live footage of friends with the APD hunkered down behind their cars in front of the Atlanta Botanical Gardens of all places uh, with a major thoroughfare just shut down over a shootout. Who knows what that's about? But if you don't think that violence has the propensity to break out during times like these, people are broke, busted, and disgusted, you guys. I mean... I'm not saying walk around paranoid, but I, I hope that your family's protected with a firearm if it if it comes to that. I mean, that we do have that right. I'm not saying walk around and, you know, like Yosemite Sam looking for trouble. But I don't I don't think it's going to be our government that we have to worry about. But I understand the concern. I don't discount your concerns about that at all. I, I have the same concern. But I will tell you this. One of the reasons why these restrictions and these draconian measures, that's like a buzzword of the day, have have come into a full effect is because we have not agreed to mandate ourselves. I mean, and again, where your liberty, you know, begins, mine ends, yours ends, mine begins. I mean, it's like, no, you, you can't you can't have been infected or around people who are show up at the local watering hole or church or wherever um, you know, and just feel like, well, I should just be able to do what I want to do. It's my body and I can, no, this is a pandemic. This is a global crisis. It's selfish. And so, of course, the government's like, my own station, holy crap, it looks like something something post-apocalyptic. There are signs everywhere. If you don't work here, you don't belong here. If you are not necessary staff, you are not allowed to be in the building. No guests, no visitors, no meals. We can't even go into our break room. I mean, it's on lockdown. So you know why? Because people can't mandate themselves. I'm just telling you, that's our human nature. And it sucks, but it's true. The Kentucky Derby, this sucks too, has been postponed until the first Saturday in September. Uh, Also, I watched the president's briefing yesterday. He did not say that we were going to be on lockdown until July or August. God, would you guys just chill already with that? I hate whenever people just extract excerpts from something and just run with it. That's not what he said. He said we could be dealing with this virus through July and August, but he never said anything about this 10 people or less lockdown through July and August. More than likely, we will see it trickling out, just like you see China now is just seeing a complete turnaround of 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 how many cases they're having to contend with. Um, what else? Chick-fil-A here in the state of Georgia has closed dining rooms, as has McDonald's. They're still offering drive through service, though. Amazon plans to hire 100,000 people to keep up the demand. There you go. Go apply. There's some jobs right there. You guys busy waiting tables, bartending? Go apply for a job with Amazon. Get on with uh, DoorDash or another Uber Eats. There are plenty of people who are going to need you. I mean, there's a way to do it. I'm not allowing my house cleaners to come in this week. I think I've made an executive decision on that. I'm really going to miss them because they're amazing. But what we are going to do is pay them anyway. Yeah. I mean, why should they suffer, you know, for something like this? And I know they'll make it up, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, just do something Think about other people who who don't have the means, who 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 rely upon you in service and in in in, in hospitality industries. I mean, you know, come on. I I said that after you know our last major hurricane when Panama City was just basically blown over at Mexico Beach, and I'm like, wow, you know, that place has been. We call it jokingly the Redneck Riviera here in Georgia. Um, but how many years have they opened their arms to us? How many memories have our families made there? The least we could do is go down and see what we can do to help them.
reach into our pocketbooks, you know, in a time of need. Um, all options are on the table with regard to halting U.S. air travel. That's just a fact. So if you're planning on going somewhere, I highly encourage you to drive. I gassed up yesterday. I had my daughter gas up. Just make sure keep it, you know, keep some gas in your home in a in a in a proper t- in a proper can. Um, but water. Make sure you have these things. You guys are worried about wiping your butts. You know what about hydrating? <laughs> I get it. So I'm just trying to think, Mr. P. Is there anything else that's just like you know the University System of Georgia schools? Y'all can find all of that stuff online for your respective states. I I, I again. I want to, um, okay, bogus news alert. There's no presidential order for a two-week quarantine. Complete BS. Uh, there's phony social media claiming infrastructure like power and water are likely to shut down. Completely false. Uh, but here's the thing. If it happened, are you are you prepared? No need to freak out, but are you prepared? Do you have water? I People laughed at me because I bought the five-gallon drums of, you know, 25 gallons of water a few years ago, and I have the five-year drops that you put in it, and you seal it up, and that's it. And I'm like, you know, if our water supply is compromised, then I have water for my family. Again, personal responsibility, personal agency. This is your time to step up and not to forget that your kids are watching. So I, I want to leave you with a word of encouragement. Um, something that Governor Cuomo said was he used the word uniformity and he and he commended, he applauded the states surrounding him who agreed this trifecta. Uh, agreement that they have to shut down bars and restaurants and whatnot because we tend to be oh fine you're shut down here I'll just go over there and you know we'll cross the state line and go over to this bar and go over to this watering hole and and all the calls that he's gotten of people really ticked off or because the bars are shut down I get it <laughs> just wait till you want to watch your favorite sports team and you realize that your sports gods have actually you know left you to your own demise as well <laughs> but rightfully so so but he used the term uniformity. And in uniformity implies that we're all of one accord, right? And right now we're, we're weak as a nation, at least monetarily, but we're also weak on, on, on ideology of unity. We're weak in that department. And I really want to encourage you, would you please start measuring what comes out of your face the thoughts that you're meditating on, the thoughts of your heart about people. If you're upset about something, will you please take it to the Lord in prayer before you spout it out on Facebook, before your kids see you, before they hear you? Can we please, as a nation, make a decision, a uniform decision, that if this is, in fact, biowarfare, and we know we have enemies all across the globe, we always have and we always will, for one reason, and that's jealousy. So if we could please coalesce around the uniform heart as American citizens that we're going to have one hell of a mess to clean up in this country after this, can we please be a little bit kinder, more more compassionate, more patient with each other? Open your eyes for information. Take your peace. Don't live in fear. Quit casting stones at people and just make a decision today that you're going to be part of the unity in the country, not the division. That's my call to action. You can follow me on Twitter at Monica On Air Talk, Monty Matthews on Facebook, iTunes and Stitcher. You can subscribe to my podcast. Also sign up for my newsletters. One of them went out yesterday about my ideas about all this Johnny's boobly boobly stuff at MonicaMatthews.com. 
I love you. Be great to your neighbor, beginning in your own mirror. Be kind to yourself. Be patient and merciful. God is merciful. Every morning, man, there are new mercies. Grab a hold of them. And remember, if you're an American, act like one. 